Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. You don't understand. This is a liar. How can you think that I'm her dad, but we both look exactly the same age? We do not look the same age. I was being kind. Wait, I'm going to hypnotize him. I hereby christen this mutton Barbie camper. Priscilla, queen of the desert. Hello and welcome to this episode of Pop Goes the Tam Tam. It's been a year since the foundation stone at Tam Tam Towers was laid. And that's my roundabout way of saying, Happy Birthday Podcast! We're a year old! To celebrate that fact, I thought I'd take it all the way back to the beginning. That's right, this is going to be a Neighbours episode. And if you've never watched Neighbours, you will have no idea what I'm about to talk about. (laughs) In my wildest dreams, I never thought that I would have a podcast that lasted a year. I also never thought that Neighbours would be returning to our screens after the epic finale in 2022. But here we are, Neighbours the Reboot is back in September and I have thoughts. So let's get into them. Firstly, we know the characters that are returning. We're getting Carl and Susan Kennedy back. I mean, would it be Neighbours without Carl and Susan? I don't think it could be. Toadie is returning and returning with Mel. So there was a question mark for a long time whether Mel would be returning. I'm so glad that she is because I feel that their relationship is a breath of fresh air. Neighbours went through a stage, well I think it went through the same sort of stage that a lot of soap operas go through, where it had a number of age gap relationships, Paul and Therese, Mark and Paige, Kyle and Roxy, and the pattern for these relationships were older man, younger woman, whereas with Toadie and Mel, it's completely different. We've got an older woman, younger man. And I think it's interesting. And it's nice to see a middle-aged woman in this sort of relationship, especially on Neighbours, which has never really treated middle-aged women that well, excluding Susan and Therese. But it's still been really cruel to them as well. While we're on the subject of Therese, Therese will of course be returning with Paul, or Therese, as they call her neighbours. Leo Tanaka, my love, (laughs) is also returning. (laughs) The Rodwell family are back. I'm kind of glad. I know that there was a lot of hate towards the Rodwells, but I really think it would be nice to give them a chance. They came in so late to the last two months of the show. They didn't really get many storylines. The storylines that they did get were incredibly weak and annoying. So it would be nice to see them, what they can actually do, and just flesh them out a bit more. I know that I read that the initial idea was to give them two children, so it would be interesting to see if Sadie Rodwell, their daughter, actually gets a sibling. I think making that family maybe a bit bigger might help. And finally, confirmed for the main cast, 
we're also getting Jane back. Now I'm a bit concerned about the return of Annie Jones as Jane because obviously we have to talk about the amazing series finale with her getting back together with Mike from Neighbours. Yes, that's right. Guy Pierce. I have to say, part of the reason why I think Neighbours is actually coming back is because of how great Guy Pierce was in the series finale. He was literally amazing. And yes, he's coming back for a couple of episodes. And it will be amazing to see them back together. However, it seems as if Obviously, Guy Pearce will not be staying around. He's too big a star. And that kind of leaves Jane in the position that she was in when she first arrived. She had that on-again, off-again relationship with Paul. She had that on-again, off-again relationship with Dez. And now it looks like it might be on-again, off-again with Mike. I hope they don't kill Mike off. And I'm kind of sad that Jane and Mike didn't ride off into the sunset together. That brings me on to guest stars. And as I said, we're getting Guy Pierce back as Mike. Not confirmed how many episodes he's going to do, but I'm assuming he's probably going to do the first two and then bow out. Hopefully not killed off. I would hate that. We're also getting the icon Harold Bishop back. Again, I don't know how many episodes he's going to be doing, but I can't imagine that many. Lucy Robinson is also going to be showing up. And we're getting Chelly. That's right. So Chloe Brennan will not be a main character. She will be returning as a recurring character. And she'll be returning with Ellie, which will be really nice to see because obviously there are a lot of Chelly fans out there. I'm kind of on the fence with Chelly. I always thought Ellie treated Chloe awfully and Ellie as a person is such a mess that you kind of wish that Chloe had got the stability she deserved. Now, question marks, Aaron and David. I did see the actor who plays David did put Neighbours 2023 on his IMDb and then immediately removed it. I think it's a shame if we don't get Aaron and David back because after Carl and Susan, they're sort of the most stable relationship on the street. But saying that, I'm not sure how many more storylines you could have given them because they are so stable. I always felt it was a shame that they didn't do more with the fostering storyline. I think it would have been a good way to get more teenagers onto the show and if it didn't work out with those actors you could have had a rolling roster of actors. I think it had the potential to have the same sort of atmosphere that you got in the early days with Pippa and the Caravan Park in Home and Away. Yes, I know I probably shouldn't mention Home and Away on a Neighbours episode, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I think it would have been really interesting for Aaron and David as characters, and because they are so stable, to have had the chaos going on around them, and then being this sort of central point of normality, but then these constant teenage dramas, and obviously baby daughter Isla as well you could throw into the mix for drama so I think that was a real missed opportunity the fostering and of course without Aaron and David it doesn't look like we'll be getting Nicolette Stone back either which for me is a greater tragedy because 
I have always felt like Nicolette was the natural inheritor of the crown left behind by one Isabel Hoyland. Neighbours tends to do villains in broad strokes. But the interesting thing about Nicolette and Izzy is that they were never your conventional villains. They were self-saboteurs par excellence. And as much as you were encouraged to deeply hate, dislike, distrust these characters, they were also full of pathos and sadness because whenever they had the opportunity to do the right thing, they did the wrong thing. And while they always hurt the people around them, the people that they hurt the most was always themselves. And both with Izzy and Nicolette, it was delightful to see them, to see something so different in Ramsey Street and it's a shame if we don't get Nicolette back because she was just delicious with her villainy. We've covered off who is returning and who we have lost. Let's look at who is joining the cast and obviously top of the list is Misha Barton. That's right, OC Misha Barton is finally coming on to Neighbours. After many, many years of trying to get her on the show, the producers have finally been able to get her onto the show. She's going to be playing a character called Reese Sinclair. Now, I've got my own ideas, my own headcanon about who Reese Sinclair could be. And something I noticed was that Lucinda Cowden, who plays Mel, says that Mel will have a big surprise in this new series of Neighbours. And I'm wondering, is it Reese? Is Reese Mel's long lost daughter? Yes, she's American, but we don't know what happened to Mel while she was off the reservation, (laughs) while she was out of Ramsey Street. Could she have had an American baby? Potentially, yes. So I'm wondering if Reese is something to do with Mel. I'm also kind of think that she'll end up being a love interest for Leo because he does have a thing for successful businesswomen and I kind of think Reese will probably be a businesswoman slash grifter as neighbours tends to do that with new incoming female characters. I hate that trope. I'm not going to talk about it too long. (laughs) They've recently been showing the OC on ITV in the UK and I have rewatched it and I was really surprised once again by Misha Barton's performance. She's really good in it which I completely forgot about and I am excited to see her back on my TV so it'll be interesting to see what she brings to it. Yes I'm a little bit trepidatious of Misha Barton coming on but I'm also excited. Byron Stone, brother of Nicolette, son of Jane, has been recast and it's interesting with this recasting. Uh, The actor's called Xavier Molyneux, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, please let me know if I did not. Uh, (laughs) It's interesting because He looks so much like Guy Pearce that I'm thinking, but he can't be Guy Pearce's son, right? No, 
I mean, not not in the real world, but also in the world of neighbours. Does that line up? No, I don't think it does. But yeah, so we're getting Byron back and he has been recast. We're also getting a new family. So this is the first new family that's been confirmed. And they are the Varga Murphy family with mums Cara and Remy and sons JJ and Dex. I was really hoping that we would get more families. And I think it's really important that the show doesn't fall into the trap that Home and Away has fallen into, where most of the cast are either in their 20s or in their 60s, and there's no teenage or family element. So I'm really, really pleased to see this family join. And finally, the last new cast member that we've got, the new owner of Harold's Cafe, who's going to be called Has Defcar. And I'm assuming that Has cannot be a name that they picked at random. I think it must be homage to Harold's Cafe, but also to Harold himself. Yeah, that's right. Maybe this is Neighbour's way of saying there always has to be a has in Winterfell or Harold's Cafe. <laughs> okay, so that's casting. Now I'm going to get into what I would like to see happen on the show. And the first thing I'd really like to see is them actually use the Robinsons Heights development as a way for us to get more characters. Because I have to say, I think Ramsey Street has often gone through periods where it's bursting at the seams and all the houses seem like they have TARDIS-like dimensions to them. It also means that often when you have a new character, they get put into a house just on convenience and the contrivances are just... For instance, although I really liked Hendrix, I mean, I'm sad that Hendrix isn't back. Oh, I should have mentioned we're also getting Mackenzie back. I forgot to say that. But anyway, Mackenzie will also be returning. While I really like the character of Hendrix, I always thought him living with Carl and Susan was just a step too far because he had no real connection to them and it was just that they had nowhere else to put him. And it felt like that. Whereas I think if they open up Robinson Heights, for one, you can get more characters over there in the apartments. And it frees Ramsey Street up for connections that are more logical. People who are actually related or know each other. And I also think it gives you the opportunity to ha still have a house of trouser like home on Ramsey Street, but also have a party flat in Robinson Heights. So I do think with this injection of cash that they've got, I do hope that they do open up Robinson Heights because we know the development. We know it's a development that exists. The inclusion of Robinson Heights also means that characters like Amy and her daughter Freya will not end up living with Toadie, but could live in Robinson Heights and still interact with Toadie. So potentially we could have them back without the awkwardness of all that stuff that went on between Toadie, Amy and Mel. And yet, it's technically taken us out of Ramsey Street. But every time we go to the to Lassiter's, we're not on Ramsey Street anymore. So it's conceivable that we can do that. I also would like 
to raise to move into the penthouse and eight of number 22 so that we could potentially get another family linked to Lassiter's because obviously Lassiter's is still the landlord of number 22 to move into the property. If we did get this new potential family then I would suggest that the children are mixed ages we get a teenager who can accompany Sadie Rodwell JJ and Dex Varga Murphy and also that we would get a younger child who could potentially be a friend for Nell Rebecca because it seems as if they have done a time jump and aged Nell up but she's not aged up enough that she's actually a teenager yet, which might mean that the character is still quite dependent on adult storylines. Whereas adding a younger child into the mix would mean that Nell would also have storylines with another child. Making use of the penthouse also makes sense. It means that to rage... Paul, Leo and baby Abigail can all be together, not taking up an entire house on Ramsey Street. Before I wrap up this episode, and let's face it, if you've got this far, congratulations. <laughs> My one note of caution is that Neighbours had one of the best series finales that I have ever seen. It wrapped up 30 plus years of television perfectly and while I'm over the moon that it's getting another chance at life and the reboot that it deserves I am slightly concerned that if it doesn't do as well as expected it may just be wound down without notice and cancelled unceremoniously. We're living in an age of cancellation and whereas Neighbours has dodged cancellation a lot and been cancelled, I think if it was to be cancelled again, I'm not sure it would ever come back. So that's my note of caution and this has been my celebratory one year anniversary episode We're actually going to be taking a short break and we'll return on Friday the 1st of September. However, I may drop the occasional goodie between then and now.